Comparison. Comparison is a thief of joy. Do not let your peace of mind be tampered with. For it makes you ungrateful to God. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I hope I meet you in good in a good state of mind and in good health. How have you been? Well, this is like my public apology to everyone for not, you know, releasing anything last two weeks or last week. I'm really sorry. I'm without informing us, you know. I'm sorry. But I released, yeah, I still released last two weeks and last week. Two different episodes. But I published it already. <laughs> Don't mind me. Funny enough, to my surprise, I got a few number of people to, you know, who listen to it. And I really want to say a big thank you to those people. May God favor you also. Amen. <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much. It really means a lot because it's, it shows me that some people have taken the schedule of the way I release my podcast to heart and then they check on it every time even when I don't release on time and I really, 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 really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Why am I so calm? Why? Okay, because I'm calm and maybe because it's in the middle of the night and, you know, there's this calmness that comes with the middle of the night. So, I don't know when or where you're listening from but I hope I meet you in good health and in a good state of mind like I said before (laughs) yeah so in this episode I had a recording with two of my friends last week or last two weeks last three weeks ago I don't even know I'm not sure I can't remember it will we're talking about Ramadan, of course, you know. So this is like basic knowledge that we should know about Ramadan. You know, even to the non-Muslims, no knowledge is lost. Yeah, so I just hope you guys listen and enjoy everything they said about Ramadan. You know, so you can get an idea of what it is if you're non-Muslim. And if you're Muslim, you get clarity about what you've been thinking of. Yeah. So I hope you enjoy listening. <laughs> Chai. Ah, I am so forgetful. Ramadan Mubarak, you know, to every Muslim out there, may Allah grant us the best of this holy month, you know, and accept all our good acts as an act of Ibarra. I mean, yeah. So, yes, the first audio I'll be playing, I'll, yeah, you'll be listening to, is going to be from. The first, my first friend, he just gave us a little talk about what Ramadan actually is. Yeah. And then the second one would be about Ramadan myths and facts. Yes, he told us, you know, the second person told us about, you know, the stories, all those tales that used to tell us that time about Ramadan. 
and then the true facts behind it with hadith and um you know serious backings you know yeah so i'm not going to tell you their names i'll just wait for you to like realize and find out their names of course mm-hmm. i'm not going to let the cat out of the bag yet <laughs> yeah. An inspirational writer and a personal development strategist who influences lives positively with his daily articles of life and coaching sessions. He is a serial volunteer and an advocate of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Mm-hmm. You might want to start guessing who I'm bringing this time around. <laughs> he is held and presently holding various ambassadorial and leadership capacities locally and globally pardon me if i stutter you know that that stutter is like my logo <laughs> he is presently the project coordinator of the young african leaders initiative we all know yali i guess like, i'm sure you know yali you should know yali it's very popular so he is the coordinator for yali Urban state a nigerian ambassador for the world literacy foundation and world young leaders how can a young person be to so so much <laughs> Godwin, the FNAB ambassador for youth opportunities to mention but a few he is privileged to have had several local and global awards to his name <laughs> start guessing he prides himself as a humanist of the finest kind so this is Tohib Bisiwi okay talking about Ramadan it is apparently the ninth month in the Hijra calendar. That's uh, the calendar the Muslims use to count the uh, number of days in the month. And of course, to decide when to fast, when to go to Hajj, when to do this and that. So that's the Hijra calendar. So Ramadan is the ninth month. And uh, in this Ramadan, every Muslim is expected to enjoy or to engage in the fasting in the month of Ramadan for the whole month, except for uh, some of the exceptions that have been clearly stated in the Quran and the Hadith. So uh, Ramadan basically is a month for us to rewind or let me say to buckle up on our spirituality, to get more connected with our creator, to leave our ill cravings and sins, to seek uh, forgiveness from God, to seek blessings from God, and to change our ways for better, to chart a better course for our life, really. Because Ramadan has, every message is about Ramadan is speaking about goodness, goodness, forgiveness, blessings, and all. So apparently, when we immerse ourselves in the teachings of Ramadan, we become better, we become stronger, we become wiser, we become holier, we become more spiritual at the end of the day. So, and the fasting in the month of Ramadan is, of course, uh, compulsory. It is an obligation. So, because uh, Allah says in the Quran, Alhamdulillah, min shaitan rajim, bismillah, rahman, rahim. Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu kutiba alikum as-siyam kama kutiba ala ladina min kablikum la'allakum tattakun. Allah said in the Quran that uh, all you who believe fasting has uh, been predestined upon you. It is prescribed upon you as an obligation, just as it has been prescribed 
upon your predecessors, those that have come before you. Uh, this we do so that you may fear Allah. Allah wants us to fear Him. He wants us to uh, engage in piety. And that is why He enjoined us to fast in the month of Ramadan, just as we are doing, because uh, a real Muslim that is fasting in the month of Ramadan will shun all act of vices. You know, vices are the direct opposite of virtues. So we all have virtues that we uphold. So we, no one, no Muslim would want to engage in any act of uh, indecency at, at this moment. And even uh, with the blessing of Allah, this month, uh, the accursed shaitan has been changed. So that means it has no power against us. So one would want to ask, what about the Muslims that engage in uh, dubious act in act of indecency in the month of Ramadan? Yes. Even with the fact that shaitan has been changed, I mean the devil. So now it comes to the fact that everyone needs to understand that we are all we all have our evils in ourselves as individuals. So it is the evil in individuals that now come to play in the month of Ramadan for them to engage in evil acts, for, for them to engage in vices, for them to engage in acts that are indecent, right? So that is that about that part on Ramadan. So Ramadan is just a month of cleansing, a month of cleanliness, a month of awesomeness, you know, name it. It is a month, even one of the blessings of the month is that uh, the Quran, which is the holy book of uh, Muslims, that uh, Allah sent through a messenger to all the world. The Ramadan was actually the Quran was actually revealed in this holy month of Ramadan, so it's it speaks volume of how grandiose uh, the month is. The month is not just uh, any other month. There's no how when Ramadan sets in, everybody will feel the aura and the euphoria in the atmosphere in the environment. No how, even regardless of whether you're a Muslim or not, you would feel that the Ramadan is here. So that is. Ramadan for you. Ramadan is not just uh, any month. It's not just a month and it's not just about fasting alone. Ramadan has come here to teach us a lot of things because in the month of Ramadan, people do more of Tilawat al-Quran. That is the recitation of the Quran often and often. Then people go to Tafsir, you know, they go out to learn about the teachings of the Prophet, the teachings of the Quran, their meaning, the exegesis and all of that. So when people go to do this, they learn new things. They add, they, they add new, uh, you know, philosophies in their lifestyles, and hopefully, many people change for better. So, it means that Ramadan is just that one month that come once in a year to help us rejuvenate, to help us uh, put things together when we are sailing off the track already. So, Ramadan generally is here and it is a month of cleanliness like i said it is a month for us to become better it is a month for uh all form of goodness in the time of the prophets when ramadan sets in they their happiness or let me say their joy is raised exponentially when something when something raised exponentially you know what it means it's it grows vast 
So when Ramadan is now about leaving, let's say it's the month is now around 27, they all begin to cry because they are afraid whether they would meet the next Ramadan or whether the next Ramadan will uh, meet them alive. So they are all afraid because of the bounty blessings of Ramadan. Because Allah says that uh, through the Prophet, the Prophet says that if someone, a Muslim, fasts in the month of Ramadan as it is meant to be, with his faith intact, with his uh, expectation of reward from Allah alone, doing it for the sake of Allah alone, if it is intact, that that person would have their sins from the previous year to this year forgiven. You can imagine how how beautiful, how how. Uh, you know you can imagine that kind of blessing that kind of uh you know how do we put it now something it's 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 undescribable really you know the the, the sins of the old year should be for, will be forgiven in a month if one follow that uh principle when you fast with your iman intact your faith and of course you fast for the sake of Allah, expecting the reward from Allah alone. Even Ramadan is special because fasting in the month of Ramadan has one beautiful something. It is different from uh, Salat, different from Zakat, different from Hajj. Ramadan is for Allah alone because Allah says, "Asomuli wa anallahi ajizibihi." Allah says, "I." I'm the owner of the fasting that you guys are fasting. I, I own the fasting. So it is for me. And I am the one that rewards for that fast. I'm the one that knows who fasts it accordingly. I'm the one that I, I'm the one that knows the person that strived, you know, to just fast. You know, sometimes we look at people and say, oh, you become uh, a better Muslim in Ramadan or it is only in the month of Ramadan that you showcase the Muslim part of you, which is not meant to be. It is Allah that knows everyone. He knows who is striving. He knows who uh, has have it all, especially from birth. I'm talking about being a Muslim now. So it all boils down to all of those things in Ramadan. So Ramadan is one big month uh, that, you know, we can't just... Uh, we can continue to talk about it so i would just stop here to answer that question that you just asked decent writer eloquent speaker critical thinker political and leadership enthusiast is an avid of sustainable global and personal development he believes the world can be a better place if personal interests bias and sentiments are always least considered doing decision making oh. <laughs> yes yeah with me is Olari Waju Trimizi Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh top of the hour to our listeners anyway I'm very glad to be here I'm very excited to be here and we promise nothing but entertainment to be fun and educative I mean this session so thank you for having me. Well, I hope we could get, you know, Olayamadi to say a little poem for us. You know, he's a writer and he has a sweet voice. Olayamadi, you can you do that? <laughs> don't disappoint me. Don't disappoint us like this. Why you like this? <laughs> so it has to be today. I don't know. Maybe it's an old poem or something. Just say something. Recite something. <laughs> Sing something. 
Yes, when? But not now, sir. It's Let's a premium package. Beleo, Bele, you are not serious. How much is your premium package per year? Maybe not. Let's day. go now. Eh, you want to know that? Don't tell me not eh? today, Alaye. Don't tell me not today. Where? How much is your premium package? See, my people no, no. can afford it all. Okay, no problem. Me. Oh, I'm gonna be like, let me oh. Hello, what's happening? What's going on? What do you do? Where you can afford to do it? Tell him, imagine my boy is here. Open my watch, me. Open my watch, me publicly. So you want to embarrass me? Eh? Just leave me alone, please. Okay, so today we'll be talking about Ramadan. Since Ramadan is like the talk of the town right now, aside from COVID-19, of course. We sure do need some good news. I hear some people say, I will buy one learning. Well, how long follow you? Okay, guys. Since Olari Waju has decided to be very, very selfish enough not to decide any friend for us, although I was still begging him, you have to. You don't have a choice. I'm saying please now. So... Let's move down to the misconceptions about Ramadan. Yes, misconceptions about Ramadan. A lot of us have a lot of things, ideas that we have about this period. But Olari Waji is here to, you know, tell us the myths and the facts about Ramadan. So over to you, Olari Waji. All right. Thank you very much. Um, in alhamdulillah, in a'udhu, wa nasta'inu, wa nasta'kullah, wa na'udhu billahi min shuroo ya anfusina, wa min sayyati amalina. We beseech the blessing of the Almighty on um, the noblest of mankind, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We ask for his guidance and we pray that he bless anything we say here. We ask for forgiveness for any miss, for any wrongdoing that we might have commit due to the cause of this speech and any any errors from everything i've seen today is from me and the correct tones and the perfect tones are by the will of allah so may allah forgive us of our sins Amen. so we'll be talking about um misconceptions about ramadan and misconceptions or doubt yeah. so basically we are just trying to clear some of the doubts we have about ramadan and some of the things we are we've heard that maybe are not detailed and they are not fully explained or they are wrong so inshallah rahman i'll try my possible best to give you some solid proven evidences and for those that and evidences you can actually go online to make more research about them if there is any good area so let's roll misconception number one a lot of people will ask like okay they say all um shaitan all shayatin shaitan is a single particular devil and shayatin are many devils like if you if you are quite vast in the knowledge you know that okay there is there is shaitan and he has his own gang she gets like gang gang set our shape you understand (laughs) (laughs) so basically um there's this um uh, misconception that all shayatin are shackled during ramadan that they are in chains so 
I mean, I've come across many questions that okay, if all shayatin and she, I mean, we still have people that do still do Ramadan. We still have people that like. We still have people that backbite. We still have people that sin. So how is this like possible? Since they said all the devils are in shackles. So um, one of the one of the top sheikh in Islam was asked this question. Does sheikh um, Muhammad Ibn Sali al Utaimin um, Raymond Allah? Now, and he said, they asked him that, um, they asked him that if it's true, and they asked him that the statement of the Prophet that, sallallahu alayhi that verily the shayatin are confined in Ramadan, what was meant, is it literally or is it metaphorical? So, the, the hadith that carried this, um, this statement stated that it was reported by Bukhari and Muslim. That's one of the two um, valid sohi hadith that we use in Islam. And it was reported that the Prophet said, when Ramadan comes, when Ramadan comes, the gates of Jannah are opened, the gates to hellfire are closed, and the shayatin are shackled. So a lot of people believe that, okay, since the shayatin are shackled, that there should be no devil around again, that there should be no sin. But actually, the real and deep explanation will be coming from two perspectives. The first perspective is that they do not get away with what they usually get away with previously. This implies that they are unable to misguide you to the extent that they do previously. That is, if, let's base it on percentage now, if the level of misguidance when ramadan when we are now in the month of ramadan is like okay 98 percent during the month of ramadan it is reduced to like 38 percent that's one then the second way to like the second way to interpret this thing came in um it came in sohi sohi ibn kuzima that said it is the marada shaitan that shackled that is the strongest one in demonizations you know everything has rank she get so the strongest <laughs> death, the strongest devils are that. the one that, <laughs> yeah ahead of that the strongest devils are the one that they shame down so that um that this thing their misguidance their effect of their misguidance is totally is totally reduced she get so therefore they are not is it that you say they are not fully sure that they are they are unable to tempt they tempt, but not in the way that they do prior to Ramadan. I hope we all understand. So if somebody asks you that, if the devil is saying blah, 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 why is this person still doing this, still doing this? You can tell the person that, had it not been for Ramadan, it would have been worst. Shake it. So second thing is intention to commence fast. To commence fast must be uttered on the tongue. I can remember, I can remember when I was growing up, my grandma would be like, hey, hey, Egboroki, um, Ashamule Imamu, Sorito Bati Danio, Keliba Danio, the Bati me say, Am I permitted to speak Yoruba? Oh, 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 yeah, but with English, you know, not all the listeners are actually Yoruba. All right. I'll actually translate what I'm saying. So my grandma would be like, okay, we have to perform um the tarawi uh behind the imam because of the um because of the intention that it will you will utter like the belief generally is that you utter intentions that you say it why to something 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 so my grandma would, uh, would tell us that if we have missed it on the first day that we have to keep saying it 
every day that we want to fast. So this is actually a widespread misconception and is due to ignorance and lack of knowledge about Islamic law. There is no ibadah, like there is no act of worship in Islam that requires you to alter the intention. They said the art, it is in your yeah. art that your exists. So whether you are making art, you are I praying, you are praying, you're beating your guslu or you want to perform um, you want to observe um some that's fasting your intention is in your heart you don't need to say no why to blah 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 she get you just have the intention do we get that yeah 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 sure did you get that guys don't miss Third misconceptions, we have medication during Ramadan. See, some people are, they are, they are absolute in their rulings that you can't use anything during Ramadan. Now, fine, you can't use drug during Ramadan. That will actually spoil your fast. You can use nose drug because your nose is actually connected, connected. to your throat. In one way. So it's not through your, through your nostril and find its way at the back of your throat, you have broken your fast. So those two are not permissible. But the likes of eye drops are permissible. The likes of ear drops are permissible. The likes of drips and injection that are not supplement for food. You know there are some drips and injection yes, that when yes. you take, you don't feel supplement for yes. food. So the likes of drips and injection that are not supplement for food and they won't make you crave for food they won't make the fasting um um being unbearable for you you get so once those two conditions are met you can actually take those drips and injection but the general thing is if you see that you are not unwell and you can't fast just abstain from it shake it but if you can fast you go ahead with your sound so another section um people do believe that um fasting is all about abstaining from food and drinks but actually fasting goes beyond that um mm. shake ali um if i'm not uh, i can't really get it now but a popular um cleric in islam said one might abstain from food and drink and still lose the benefit the reward for fasting because yeah because fasting entails more than abandoning of foods and drink if such a person engage in aram speech if such a person look at aram things if such a person listening to aram things then you are not fasting so fasting about abstaining from um lewit speech that's fasting of the tongue so you don't say you don't say lewit things you don't say vulgar things you don't say things that are prohibited so that's fasting of the tongue um it requires abstaining from seeing or looking at around things that's fasting of the highest it requires abstaining from food drink and um sexual pleasure that's fasting of the body and it requires abstaining from listening listening to aram things no naramali and the likes and the likes <laughs> so that's possible. oh my god such a tough period so that- for those malians right <laughs> okay continue i'm enjoying you <laughs> ah. that is 
of the year so these conditions need to be met before we can say yeah you are fasting but no one can actually judge the reward for fasting because there was an adage that Allah said it is he that knows if a fast is accepted or not but then for the things that are visible we should try as much as possible to abstain from things that can um that can invalidate our fasting and we should also know that fasting goes beyond food i mean abstaining from food and drink so another misconception another misconception okay this will actually go to um our 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 grandmas and grandpas they are the one that taught us this okay i don't know okay this song is in yoruba so if you don't understand yoruba you have to forgive me um mr i don't know if you know this song do you know uh no sorry i what they're actually saying is that okay the first thing of ramadan is for um, mercy the second thing is for forgiveness and the third thing is some redemption from hell i don't know if you've heard it before yes 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 i've heard that before actually that's a misconception and they said um sheikh albani um rahimahullah one of the um top shake that would consult for fatwas in Islam. Um, Islam yes. said um the 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 hadith is weak like it is doif and he rejected it and Sheikh Ahmad Ibn Yahya Al-Najim too was asked about it about this and he said it was mentioned in a weak hadith. So um an hadith reported by Ibn Majah and authenticated by Sheikh Albani said Allah frees people from hellfire every night. So the redemption, that means that the redemption people claim to be at the last end of Ramadan. Yes. It's actually every, every night. night. Subhanallah. That's one. Fast with faith during Ramadan while seeking its reward from Allah will have his sins forgiven. That's an hadith from Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi narrated by Bukhari. That is, irrespective of the time, when you fast with faith during Ramadan, um, your reward, you will be, um, your sins will be forgiven. So it's not necessarily maybe the first ten, or the second ten, or the third ten. And another thing that invalidates that um, that assertion is that Leilatul Qadr, which is the last ten days of Ramadan, yeah, they said it yeah. is the ninth. For- is the night for mercy and forgiveness. So if truly the mercy and forgiveness is in the first and the second part, then there shouldn't be Leila Kodri in the third part. So saying the first thing is for uh, mercy, the second thing is forgiveness, and the third thing is redemption is actually totally wrong. The old of Ramadan, like from one to twenty, is mercy, forgiveness, and redemption from hell. Do we get that? Well, yes. Well, this is actually very good because formally for me, I used to, I don't used to take the first twenty serious. It's the last ten I will not take serious. Oh Lord, shall me? Oh God, forgive me. Oh okay. God. Well, to people that have changed though, don't mind me. I've changed. To people that think that every day, <laughs> the only important days are the last ten days. That is wrong. I hope you get this misconception correctly and you make changes. May Allah make it easy for every one of us. Okay, down to the next misconception, Nolari Waju. I'm really enjoying yeah. this. Thank you very misconception. much. Misconception. Okay. The Tarawi, Yamalil, and Tajud. Okay. The Tarawi, like you, but popularly called, they call it Ashamu. 
a lot of people believe that Tarawi, Kiamalil, and Tajud are different, but this is actually not true. They are actually the same. You know, the prayer you wake up to in the third part of the night when Ramadan is not, when we are in the month of Ramadan, you call it Tajud or Kiamalil. <laughs> Use the two okay. names to describe this prayer interchangeably in the Holy Quran. So it is the same as the Tarawi we observe during the month of Ramadan. Ramadan. Because um in Islam, in Islam, a new day starts after Maghrib. So Ishai is like the first wow yeah. Ishai is like the first part of the night. I mean, after Isha is like the first part of the night. So when a during the month of Ramadan, that prayer is brought forth to the first part of the night. So some people do like, okay, let me pray half and I'll complete the remaining in the third part of the night. Shade. There are some there are actually some deep distance there that I wouldn't want us to delve into when we talk about okay, when you are praying it, will you observe your witchery? Your witchery means end of end of end of Nawafi and it is an odd number prayer. like yeah. after you have done all your records you can just do one odd number to end your number so there are some there are some discrepancies that okay are we going to once i observe my witchery after after tarawi can i still pray another nofila in the midnight or i'm not meant to observe my witchery after tarawi that i'll pray another nofila then i'll not end it in that midnight with um this thing with witchery those ones yeah, some um um what do they call it now? Ictilaf. Like there are not there's no agreement between some set of scholars and some set of scholars. But basically the conception that Tarawi, Kiamalil, and Taju are not the same is wrong. The this thing they are actually all the same. They are all the same. They are all the same. The game now changes. The game changes with time, like no the game uses period. Yeah, um, maybe we can say the name uses period because during Ramadan we call it Tarawi, but yeah. and Tajud, Allah has used the name interchangeably to describe um the same okay. in the Quran. So it's not like it's changing okay. in period. It's only during Ramadan we call it Tarawi. So I hope we get. Okay. All right, another misconception. Another misconception is that you can't brush your teeth during Ramadan. <laughs> you're fasting. Your mouth dog is smelly, Kura. <laughs> like, why, why will you not brush your teeth? Why, why will you not brush your teeth? <laughs> it's a turn off. Like, okay, I don't want, I don't want to be dramatic. But then you can actually brush your teeth during Ramadan. You can use your miswak, uh, what we call baku. It's yeah, you can use your paco to brush your teeth. And WHO have, have actually um a certain miswork like to have some antibacterial blah 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 chemicals and the likes and the likes. So paco is very good to brush your teeth during Ramadan. And you can also use your toothbrush and paste. Just be careful you do not swallow anything. You know, these um the light of these chronic brushes that they will brush their throat until they are about to go. <laughs> calm down now mr Abby, sister it is not okay get 
don't don't be traced dream about it maintain balance make sure you don't mistakenly swallow anything and you can actually try as much as possible to ensure that the toothpaste you are using is not very minty so you get so as to be on the silver side another misconception okay. about ramadan that uh well also, can you hold on a sec yeah okay i have like a question to ask okay you don't like me now. Mm. I use double about right? Yeah. And it's very minty. Although, although I brush my teeth early in the morning, once I wake up around maybe 2 a.m. or maybe 3 a.m. Yeah. You know, to avoid any issue. Mm-hmm. Which- that is accept- acceptable, right? Because yeah. the mint in double is long lasting. It lasts so long that I still feel it in my mouth. If if until I eat. Yes. it's actually acceptable like the brushing we are talking about now is during the ramadan like during your fasting not um the period before okay. the period after sunset she get like okay. dawn and sunset she get okay. yeah so another misconception is that once okay this is actually not a misconception but it needs clarification that any form of eating during ramadan invalidates your fast actually actually if you're since if you've sincerely forgotten please let us underline the word sincerely forgotten that you are fast open your ear sincerely <laughs> forgotten that you are fasting like if you unintentionally eat you're forgotten that you are fasting check it your fast is not invalidated yes yet once you remember that you're fasting you can just speak out what is in your mouth and continue your fast and even if um some scholars said even if you have uh, you have a bowl of amala and you have finished it it's not after you finished it that you remember that that's just a blessing from allah to you to continue <laughs> fast you have not invalidated your fast that is if you have sincerely forgotten allah knows what's going on through our mind so i don't think we can scam god <laughs> so moving on, <laughs> moving on um the myth that or the misconception that you can't taste food during Ramadan. Ramadan not say you should go and put excess salt in food for your husband. You can actually taste the food you are actually cooking, but don't swallow. You know, tasting the tongue, you don't necessarily need to swallow. Before you feel the taste you want to like get, you can just taste it and it out. Shake it. Yeah. Are we care about that? I hope we are clear. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Let me... I've done this before, now. <laughs> now you know. Let me... I was the only one that ate the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> we eat, oh my we God. eat salt saturated food. Uh, um, um, let me end it. Let me end it with one more, one more, and this sermon. Okay. Um, Umuhaya, one of the wives and um, prophet's wife, and she narrated that we were ordered to take our matured women and virgins to the eat prayer but the menstruating woman should avoid the praying area so these are deeds as we use as fatwa to back the fact that a menstruating woman must not even can must attend it like everybody must attend it 
but she should just um stay away from the praying area if you, are, you can still go to the eat prayer and you just stay in a place whereby you can hear the sermon are you with me whereby you can hear the sermon yes you won't be in the praying area so i think with these i have come to the end of the little misconception i prepared for this uh podcast they are actually more oh but then they'll be require us digging fatwas doing this and doing that and i don't want to bore our reader evidence is proof and the likes and the likes so uh, yeah. I'll end it by saying a protocol hada was the while um may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive me for any um wrong uh any wrong um information I have passed. Um it is human yeah. error and may bless um the listeners and the good part of this um podcast like i rightly said from the beginning is from allah and any shortcomings is from me as human so assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh jazakumullah khair and kathira and allah thank you so very much for yes thank you so much for explaining Okay, okay, okay. So now that you've listened to Tohiban Alaramaju, I hope you enjoyed, learned, and will make good use of what you've just heard from them. Yeah, so may Allah put barakah in it for every one of us. Yes, and to the non-Muslims, thank you so much for listening. I'm sure you must have gained one or two things from here. I hope you do. <laughs> yeah, so guys, don't forget to share first of all this is the other stop confusing things <laughs> don't forget to listen share and you know comment on what you just listened to you know why my social media pages handles they are all open to everybody yes uh my twitter and instagram social media handles talkaholic mr guys please and they want to follow me please 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 pretty please <laughs> and yes, my email ayamidashaleaid at gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Yeah, I love you guys, and I, yeah, I missed you. I missed you. I missed you, I missed you so much. And I'm so glad to be back. And yes, I hope you guys have a wonderful time listening. And whenever you're listening, just enjoy yourself. That's just the entire thing. How many times have I said enjoy yourself? Okay, so thank you so much. And please. I'm saying pretty pretty again. Don't forget to follow me on my social media handles. Talkaholic Mr. On Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> okay, and don't forget to send in your comments. Yeah. And your suggestions, whatever you think. Yes, I love so much. Love, 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 love so much for it. And like I said before, guys, I love your constructive criticism. Yes, I love your compliment. I love when you say your voice is nice, but let's just not stop there. Let's make it more specific. Let's say, okay, you did this right, you did this right, but you could have done this and it would have sound be- sounded better. You know, those kind of levels. Nah, Shona, get, grab. <laughs> yeah, so guys, please, I really, really, really love when you're also sending your criticism it means a lot to me as well as your compliments so yeah thank you so much like how many times i'm thinking saying thank you now anyway thank you (laughs) 
thank you so much for listening and i love you guys one love peace out please stay safe and take good care of yourself show love to one another we cannot survive without that love okay love you kisses peace out you bro (laughs) 